Dan are on the radio, it's just another Maniac Monday on Faith Talk Atlanta. Come on, boys. Make some noise. Oh, we'll make some noise, all right. It's the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and you're not Rick Probst. I am not, but I'm Shamsa Raggy. Yes, you are. <laughs> taking over Rick's uh, I know, microphone Rick, there. Rick, I'm on your throne. <laughs> on his throne? It's a little, sh- little short. So what are you saying about Rick? That he's not very tall. Ah, okay. All right. Well, that's Shamsa Raggy. Rick, if you want to talk to her about that, 404-995-7300. You can give her a call right now, actually. Now, uh, Rick is with his wife, Donna. They had a death in Donna's family, and uh, so they're in, in Mississippi uh, taking care of funeral arrangements and everything, so he'll be gone for a few days. So Shamso's here today. I am. Uh, I'm going to have a very special guest host tomorrow. Oh. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if I can mention it yet, so I better not. <gasps> Okay. But uh, we'll just say it's a guest host tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to be having Sean Hart from Ravi Zacharias International Ministries. And he is always fun to have on. And one of these days, he's going to rap. He's Apparently, he knows how to rap. Well, I need to be in here for you that. You do need to be in here for that. <laughs> you, need, you need to come in with our special guest host. And, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that special guest host. Like, mm-hmm. is it male, female? I don't know. Have they been here? It's before? top secret. It's okay. top secret. That's all, all right. I can say. Well, make sure I come to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> so we're gonna have a uh, a fun week. Uh, Wednesday, Ken Kington's gonna be here along oh. with Bradley Hamilton. He's coming and, back. Haven't he's coming Ken back. Ken yeah. in a while. I know it's gonna be Ken's day. So we're gonna have a fun week. But uh, let's let's start it with a fun week with with Shamso. I'm tired. You're tired. <laughs> I am. I don't know. I'm just. Real tired today. Did you stay up watching too much basketball over the weekend? I actually or? didn't. I tried to stay up and watch WrestleMania because Sam and I were supposed to talk about it today. Mm. But it was but like seven hours. I did not. I made it through one match and I was like, okay, I got to go to bed. <laughs> seven yeah. hours of wrestling? It was about seven hours. That's I think crazy. with the pre-show. And it, they were in New York, so it, was, it wasn't like they were in L.A. Like, mm. they're on our time zone. Like, no. we got to go to work in the morning. That's just wrong. Yeah. Seven hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired. So you made it through one. So you can at I least made talk through about one match. Okay. Yeah, we can't talk about it. He said we'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. Birthdays today. You know, today's April 8th. It Happy is. April 8th. My dad's birthday is in two days. It, really? Yeah. My dad's birthday would have been tomorrow. It's a good time to be, a year to be born, isn't oh, it? Oh, wait. Yesterday was my brother's birthday. Uh-oh. My youngest brother. Yesterday Uh-oh. was the 7th. Oh, my gosh. I forgot to call him. Sam so I forgot. Know. I'm sorry. What kind of sister are you? Well, anyway? when you're one of eight. You're lucky to remember somebody's <laughs> birthday. Well, wish him a happy birthday right now. No, he's not going to watch it. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I'll say happy birthday to Shamso's brother, even though Shamso doesn't love you. I still oh, do. Oh, I do. <laughs> uh, birthdays today. Sky Jackson is 17. Uh, she played Zuri Ross on uh, the Disney Channel show Jesse. Oh, my girls would know. Who yes, that I know. I know yeah. that show. You she know was that the, show? the little, yeah, the, the little girl with the cute little yes, hair. Yes, yeah. the sassy one. The sassy one. Yes, yeah. she's seventeen years old now. Gosh, I feel old. Uh, I yeah, know. Me too. Uh, Taryn Noah Smith. He was the youngest kid on Home Improvement. Did you ever watch Home Improvement? I did. He was the youngest kid on there. He's thirty-five years old now. Oh, we're the same age. Yeah, you're the same age. Mm-hmm. Mm, I feel old now. <laughs> uh, Patricia Arquette is fifty-one. Robin Wright is fifty-three. She played uh, Jenny in Forrest Gump. Jenny? Uh, Jenny? I thought, oh, I didn't know she was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really hear anything about her, so yeah. it's like, okay. And uh, before that, she was uh, Princess Buttercup in The Princess Bride. Did you see The Princess Bride? I movie? don't know. Probably not. Oh, oh no. That's a classic movie. you got to watch <laughs> The Princess Bride. Uh, Julian Lennon, John Lennon's son, 56 years old. John Schneider, you know who that is, don't you? The name sounds familiar. He was Bo Duke on The Dukes of Hazard. Okay. And he was also on Smallville. He was also on the latest uh, season of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I didn't watch that. <sighs> Shamso, 
Come I watch on. a few shows on Hulu, and then I'm like done with okay. TV. So. All right. Well, he's 59 years old. Uh, it would have been Betty Ford's uh, birthday today. Let's see what else here. Um, over the weekend, you see that in Florida, the Florida Everglades, that somebody caught a 17-foot python. Yeah, see, first of all, why? <laughs> why, exactly would you, why? why would you pose a, for a picture with it? Like, And it's like a ton yeah. of eggs or something. Yeah, there was so. a bunch of eggs there. That, yeah, And there was like three or four guys holding it. I don't know if the snake was dead or alive. I'm assuming <sighs> no. it was dead. Mm-mm. But a uh, 140-pound snake. It would have been still sitting there. Mm-mm. No, we don't do that. Uh, and then back in 1974, going back in uh, in time on this date, Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run, wow. beating, beating Babe Ruth's record. That's amazing. Were you there for that? I was not because I wasn't even born. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't even think my parents were married yet. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to be that way about it, sure. So do you like to uh, do social media, Jamson? I do. I like Instagram and Snapchat. Snapchat Is, mainly. <laughs> Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. Who do you snap with? Um, I snap with Lewis mm-hmm. and... Um, a couple of people from church, mainly Lewis. Okay. You <laughs> Lewis just and send, I have a streak. You just send silly pictures back and forth. We do. To each other. We have a streak. We're like almost six hundred. Almost six hundred days. Of, and then when I don't, snap that's almost him back, two, that's almost two years, isn't it? I know, no, it's, it's, I think maybe about a year. Well, yeah. okay. Well, apparently, eighty-two uh, percent of us agree that social media is a huge waste of time. Would you agree with that? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. Yeah. Well, okay. I think you have to find the the fun part of social media. Yeah. I, I skip over all the, the bad stuff. Like, yeah. I don't want to see all of that. Like, yeah. I want to go in there for the cute puppy pictures and babies. <laughs> the cute puppy pictures. Yeah. Yes. And cute puppy babies. Yeah. And cute baby puppy, puppies. Yeah, baby yeah. puppies. Baby puppies. <laughs> uh, 57% of us think that it does more to divide us than unite us. Uh, 55 people percent of people say that it spreads lies. But 69% of us still check it at least once a day. Yeah. So we think it's a waste of time, but we're like, meh, I'm going to yeah, go ahead and waste I my love, time. like my mom say, what did you see this on? On the Facebooks? I'm like, the Facebooks? <laughs> the Facebooks? Okay. Is there more than one Facebook? There's apparently <laughs> more than one. <laughs> According to uh, Shamso's mom. Yeah. And I always forget her name now because Irene. Rick calls her a different name every time. It's so. Irene. Irene is the actual name. Irene is the okay. God-given birth name. <laughs> okay. Not that Rick will ever call no, her Irene. she's Ola, Bertha, yeah. everything yeah. else. Anything and everything. <laughs> All right, and then another interesting story I found here uh, from Dictionary.com. They just added 300 new words and phrases, uh, and I know you're excited about this. I'm not excited about you're it. Excited. Listen, to, <laughs> listen to some of the ones they've added. Uh, screen time. We know what screen time is. I, yeah. Uh, womp womp. Never heard womp, that. Womp womp. Womp womp. Mm. You know what that is? No. It's, uh, womp womp is apparently an interjection that you use to dismiss uh, or mock a failure. Oh, so do you just like womp womp? Uh, I guess so. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if I would say that. So like if you were walking by the sales pit over there, you'd yeah. be going like womp womp. womp yeah, you womp. gotta deal with the hand mm-hmm. and the neck. Yeah, yeah, in the neck. You gotta have the neck too, yeah. Uh let's see. Also JOMO. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. The joy of missing out. It's the opposite of a FOMO. Fo- of the opposite of FOMO. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're excited that you missed out on something. Uh info dump. No, I have no idea. You probably do it every day. It's just uh, just a large quantity of backstory supplied all at once. You ever talk to people like that that give you the whole backstory and you're like, I didn't need all that. Just give me the Yeah, that's 90% of people I talk to Is it? in okay. a day. All right. Uh, the abbreviation just uh, J-S-Y-K. I have no idea. Just so you know. That's what okay. that stands for. So there's another one that you can right. shorten things with. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> Okay, the cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism and dominance that is socially harmful to mental health. Whatever. Okay. okay. Uh, the next one, I like this one. I use this one a lot. Welp. 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 
There you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't see myself using that. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. Uh, it's an interjection uh, used to indicate disappointment. Oh. Well, there okay, you go. There okay. you go. Uh, a cry bully, a person who self-righteously harasses others while playing the victim. Okay. Okay. I you know anybody like those, that? I need a lot of those I need people. a lot of those. Mm-hmm. And then finally, dad jokes. Oh, you know what dad yeah. jokes are. Yeah. Yeah. I tell a lot of them and my son tells me how unfunny I am. But Yeah, you know. my dad, he doesn't do that. But I hear it down the hall from um, Cal and Tanisha. From, uh, is it Cal and Tanisha? From, from Tanisha or from Calvin? From Calvin. Okay. But I hear it on their show. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's probably got a lot of dad jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to come up with a dad joke. That's I, your assignment. Tomorrow, come in with a dad joke. I can't because I'm not a dad. No, but you can find one. I mean... There's okay, plenty of dads around here. All right. I don't know. <laughs> or call your dad. Surely he's got one. He no, may not use it very he'll often. probably say that's too much work. It's <laughs> <laughs> too much work to yeah, come up with a... Think uh, about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, our guest today is uh, the one and only Al Hawley. He's been in here a few times mm-hmm. and uh, just has a beautiful voice and uh, plays just like an angel. I know. And uh, he's going to be coming in here. He's good friends with, uh, and we won't hold this against him, but he's good friends with Ike Reichert and uh, Sonny uh, Lollerstedt and Ken Kington. You know, he knows everybody, he basically. He knows everybody. I guess if you're in Cobb County, then. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Kind of like he's you, Dan. Good. Oh, well, you know, I, I try to know the Cobb Countyites. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fun to do. So anyway, he's going to be coming in here. He's going to be playing for us. Hopefully he's got lots of music because it's a Monday and we need music on a we Monday. We do. All right. Dragon. So you're going to come back tomorrow with our very special guest? Yeah. Okay. And, okay. and I want you to have a dad joke ready to go. That's your assignment. <laughs> okay. All right. If you're watching on Facebook, you saw it. He, she said, okay. She's going to come in. I'll think about it. All right. Well, you get back in there because we got stuff to give away, I think, still. Don't yes. we? Do we have tickets to uh, Good Friday to give away? No. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad I asked you then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we'll find something else yeah. to give away. If nothing else, uh, we'll give away uh, Rick's microphone, 404-995-7300. Sam, <laughs> so we'll be right back. It's the uh, Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. And I'm Sham So Raggy. Hang then. You can tune in anytime you like, but you can never leave. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Radcliffe and uh, Rick Probst is out for a few days, but in the studio here is the man playing this song just for him. It's uh, You Can Call Me Al because it's Al Holly. So this this song is just for you. Paul Simon wrote this song for you. Do you know that? Well, I didn't know it until you told me, and I'm well, excited to find it now out. Now you know. Uh, Paul Simon. I mean, a great songwriter, and he wrote this just for you. It's he amazing. did a good job on this one. He did. I think so, because so we can call you Al. And uh, so how you been? I have been doing very well, Dan. How about yourself? I've been I've been good. It's kind of a crazy week with uh, with Rick being gone, but yeah. we're we're gonna make it through. We're gonna play some music today. We're gonna talk about what's going on in your life and just have a good time. How does that sound? Well, I'm honored to be here, and I love you guys. Love the ministry that you have and the joy that you bring to this city. Oh, we appreciate so it's an that. honor to get to be here with you guys. Now, I even tr- if he's not here, he, since I knew he wasn't gonna be here, I tried to get a couple of co-hosts. Now, let me tell you who I tried to get. First of all, Sonny Lollerstedt. I, uh-huh, thought, been awesome. I thought that'd be fun because, be you know, he, Sonny and, and Al are good friends. Yeah. Well, Sonny has to go to a meeting today. So, <laughs> he, so yeah, that. And then I, then I thought, oh, well, Ike Reichert, you yeah. know, because I can hear buddies. Well, Ike's doing a funeral today. So, yeah. so. It's just you and me. I'm sorry. You're stuck with me today. I tried to find some people. but This is great. We don't need no stinking co-host. <laughs> we got what we need right here. We got me and you and Jesus in this that's place. It. That's, that's all, all we need. need. That's all we need. And I figured you do such a good Ike impersonation. We don't need Ike because you can be Ike, really. Well, Al. There you go. 
So <laughs> that is that is the perfect Ike Reichert impersonation. You win you win the prize for that one. Uh, so what what have you been up to uh, since we last? Gosh, it's been probably uh, probably a year or so yeah, since at least you've been a year in here. since yeah. I've been in here. Yeah, yeah. been staying busy. You know, I, I left being on church staff, and Mindy and the girls and I took off on the road and started doing concerts. And mm-hmm. That's been amazing to see how many people have come to know Christ through the concerts. How many wow. people have come back to the Lord that have wandered away a little bit, and, and you don't have to wander, but just a tiny bit right. to be away from the Lord. And right. so, seen a lot of exciting things there. It's been a year of a lot of change, a lot of uh, faith, you know, and mm-hmm. just saying, Lord, we're trusting you all along the way in this ministry. And he has provided so magnificently. We have uh, a number of people that are our donors that help us out with mm-hmm. our sponsorship because our heart really is to be able to go to churches that not only, you know, have groups in all the time, but to be able to go to churches that can't afford to have people in. Because mm-hmm. there are a ton of churches that are hurting with their budgets and they want to have a program, but they just feel like they can't afford it. Right. So what we try to offer them is just understanding that, look, we are here to serve the church body. The Lord will provide our needs. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trusting him for this. We're not looking to you to be our so- source of income. And so I was doing that. Everything's going great. Uh, then took a little turn, and I'm an interim worship pastor at a great church in Cumming called North Lanier Baptist Church. Okay. And just a crazy thing of how this worked out, I happened to, I had done an article with the Christian Index about worship music and, you know, how we're still struggling in churches today with worship music. Mm-hmm. You, know, you still have a group that wants it one way, another group wants it another way. And Isn't that funny how we don't like to change? <laughs> oh, man. And you would think by now, this has been going on for 20 years, right. you would think by now we'd, we'd be settled. But um, there's still a lot of, lot of struggle mm-hmm. in those areas. And so I was honored to be asked by uh, Dr. Harris to... Um, do an article and so the pastor at north lanier baptist church he is the transitional pastor which is he's a great great wonderful guy his name is dr carl marshall Mm -hmm. he's been he's been with the who's who dan uh he's he's 79 and i mean on fire for god Mm. this man does not stop (laughs) and so he uh, wound up hitting like on the article and i thought carl marshall that sounds familiar and so you know, started trying to look him up on, you know, uh, Internet and found out that he was serving there at um, the church. And I started watching videos about the church, mm-hmm. uh, different messages, and God really put on my heart to call them and say, look, if there's anything I can do to ever help, I'm here. And long story short, next thing you know, I'm joining the church staff as wow. their interim worship pastor in January and just really have a heart to help turn this church around. It's like a lot of churches had a big, huge heyday, mm-hmm. tons of people, super growth. And then um, over time, music styles begin to change. Mm-hmm. Big box church moves in, you know, and they're everywhere, you know. Right. And I praise God for that. But they, they've taken a hit. And mm-hmm. so they're really in what we call a revitalization stage. It's the same thing that Ike has been doing with Piedmont. Right. You know, Ike right. came in there, church about to go under. God brings Ike in there, basically just says, hey, man, let's trust God to do big things. Mm-hmm. That's what Dr. Carl Marshall is doing, saying let's trust God to do big things. And so we're there uh, with a wonderful worship team. And mm-hmm. the people, Dan, we fell in love with the people. The pastor said, hey, come and just just see what our church is like. Just come visit us. And so we thought, we'll drive over there. And the very first morning we're there, we meet a couple named Harold and um, Joyce Mullins, and they just took us in, wanted us to go to lunch with them, and just lovely people. We fell in love with the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I knew that the Lord wants to go and help out. So we don't know how, how long we're going to be there. We're praying for their next guy. I'm I'm always like the guy until the guy comes along, <laughs> you know. So we're praying, Mindy and I, every day, saying, Lord, you know, we're trusting you to bring somebody really spectacular for this church to lead in worship and uh, to serve this church body. So until he does that, we're trying to be that guy yeah. for uh, and that family for this wonderful group of people. So if you live in the coming area, uh, man, I live in Cartersville, and I drive an hour to go over there. It's wow. worth every every mile of it. Yeah. And uh, if you live in that coming area, North Lanier Baptist Church, uh, it's on Atlanta Highway. Just go to northlanier.org, and you'll get the directions on how to be there. The worship band and singers, unbelievable. Hmm. I mean, they are so good. I, every Sunday I'm sitting there thinking, wow, Lord, this is a joy to play. But we're also doing our concerts. So yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit more later on. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm just curious, what is uh, – you said it's been taking a lot of faith to to step out before this uh, position came along. It was taking a lot of faith to step out and, and go out and, and do the shows and uh, um, and just trust that God's going to provide. How, how did God stretch you in that oh, time? My. <laughs> well, you would think as you've walked with the Lord as many years as I have that um, your faith... So you're saying you're old is what you just said. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> they had to will me in here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Took a team of five guys to get me in here. Yeah. But yeah, you just think at this point in your life, you should have perfect, abandoned trust to God. You yeah. just say, Lord, I don't worry about a thing. But uh, you go from a strong income to... Um, I was at a great church before we took off, mm-hmm. and you leave that strong income, and you just say, wow, Lord, here we go. Right. And this is how I first started out, just saying, Lord, I'll go sing when you open the door. And um, and it's easy when it's just one guy in an apartment, you know, and you think, well, I don't have to eat. I don't have to do anything. As long as I can pay the rent, I'm right. okay. But when you have a wife and children and you, all the responsibilities that come with that, you're standing there going, Lord, I don't see how we're going to make it this month. Mm-hmm. But here's what's been amazing. We've not been late on one thing. Oh wow! Not one bill. Hmm. And um, and there there's times where you're standing there going, "Wow!" Matter of fact, we had the accountant. I met with our accountant um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tax time. <laughs> and she she was looking at me like, "Man, how do you do this?" Wow. And uh, it's just the grace of God. Yeah. And so you know, this has come along, and and the folks have blessed us at North Lanier. Uh, but our heart is to see people come into right relationship with Christ, and we know that the Lord wants us to serve on this church staff and and uh, just help out mm. uh, for a, a time. Uh, not going to be a, a long time, but uh, we're still doing our concerts, and they're giving us the freedom to do that. Very cool. And um, just looking forward to really ministering to our own generation because that's the generation I see church after church after church that I go to that really have just kind of stepped back and they're just not doing what they used to do. Hmm. They're kind of saying, well, we'll let the other people, the younger people do this. Right. And uh, and they're losing that vibrancy for Christ that they hmm. once had. Hmm. So that's my heart. It's just say, hey, look, wake up, get up, let's get moving. Yeah. So definitely. that's what we're about. And and you're doing it with your whole family. Yeah. My girls, you know, I, I didn't realize they sang until we did this album, which, you know, the album we released, it's hard to believe this, two years ago. Wow. Is that crazy? Because yeah, you were here right around the time that it was released. I that think. was my yeah. first time I yeah. could, you know, had reached out to you guys and mm-hmm. said, you know, how once you have Al on, and so uh, and we said, well, Ike, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't do it quite like you, but <laughs> yeah, you said Al who? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, we've we've the whole family sings. Mindy sings, and uh, they do a couple of songs, you know, mm-hmm. during my program, and 
And how old are they now? Well, the girls are 15 and 11. Wow. And they are, they're like their mother. They're just, they're beautiful girls inside and outside and just the sweetest spirits you could want to be around. And sing like angels, right? They do. I'm telling you, it, it freaked me out the first time I heard them. I thought, Where, <laughs> when did you guys start singing? So their first time, to, I, I think when they went into the studio to record the, the first track, they had only sung in front of people three times. Wow. That was the third time. Wow. And, um, you know, Cheryl Rogers was there and the whole gang. And, you know, they all just stop and turn and look like, where have you been hiding these people? So <laughs> as Ike said, man, that's what I call retirement, early retirement <laughs> yeah. right there. Keep those girls singing. <laughs> there you go. That is smart thinking right there. So that's what we're doing. And it's it's a blast. Um, you know, Passion Point Life is our ministry. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it's just to help people reignite that passion for jesus that's really all we're about and so we're just and it's been amazing even the church staffs dan just going into churches and finding that church staffs are hurting Mm -hmm. you know they they're kind of at a loss our culture is changing so rapidly Mm -hmm. more and more and Mm -hmm. and just when you think you've got a handle on how to connect people you have to find something new and mm-hmm. so it's a joy to go in and just love on those folks and say man god's in control of this thing that's something those uh, church staffs need man because they're pouring mm-hmm. out and pouring out and pouring out and don't always have somebody pouring into them so that's so important it happens it seems like everywhere you go yeah all right well we got to take a, a quick break here but we'll be back and uh, hear some music from al got a cd maybe uh, get him to get his guitar out and play a little bit for us as well it is the monday edition of fate talk live i'm dan ratcliffe we'll be right back whether Rick is your pick or Dan is your man, you wound up with both of them. Aren't you lucky? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. Well, actually, without Rick. Rick is uh, with Donna, his wife. They had a death in the family, and so they are tending to that, but he'll be uh, back in a few days. But right now, it's me and Al Holly Here with you, Dan. Excited to be here, too. Listen to that voice. He could be in radio. Listen to that. Hey, if I could work with you every day, I would be in radio. Well, you just come on. You just hey, come tell, on. tell Rick, take care we, of business. We don't need, yeah, we don't need Rick. We're okay, man. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, you do have that nice, deep radio voice. And, and man, when you <laughs> sing, the last time you were here and you were singing, you were singing in a low register, and it's just like, oh, it was just, it was like butter. Listening oh, to butter. thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. Love it. All right, before we get to a song off your off the CD here, I want to talk about just – I was just kind of scrolling through your Facebook, you know, just stalking you and stuff. Uh, one thing I've noticed – You're the only one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one else ever does that. Well, I'm stalking you. Uh, but one thing I noticed is you are a scripture poster. Yeah. Uh, and I mean that in, in uh, so many of your posts – are just straight out scripture and so many of them are like man i needed that mm, wow i needed you. that what what is it that 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 uh inspires you to do those different posts you know it's crazy i i've went through a period of time this last uh, couple of months where i took two months off of facebook i was going to take 21 days mindy and the girls and i do a fast the daniel mm-hmm. fast at the first right. of the year and i thought you know i'm gonna i'm gonna cut this out as well and and so uh, I did, and, and I got to thinking, do, do people need to hear me? I mean, do, do, do they really need to have another person posting Scripture? Right. You know, it's almost, in a sense, it's kind of like posting another picture of your food or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and sad, we all got tired sadly of that. it is, yeah. And you just see post after post on Scripture, and I thought, well, you know, I don't have any super great wisdom. I'm, I'm not posting because I'm thinking, oh, listen to what I have to say. Right. You know, it's nothing like that. I just— right. I just want to do something that just gives a hope 
an encouragement to people, and mm-hmm. and even if only one person sees it, you know that's that's plenty. Uh, this morning I was um, in my quiet time just looking at, been kind of hanging out in First John chapter four, and it just talks on and on and on about how we're to love one another mm-hmm. and how people will see that we belong to Him and the way that we love one another and that we love because He first loved us. And I really have a heart. This is going to sound almost nuts because I don't know a lot of these folks. Mm-hmm. I really have a heart for anybody that's on that Facebook page to just say, the Lord loves you, mm. and he cares about what you care about. He cares about it more than you care about it, and mm. he's got a plan for it. So that's really why I do it. Um, I don't ever post anything about my family, and a lot of people, you know, I see everybody, like you post a lot of stuff about yeah, your family right. on there, and I follow that, and I, and I enjoy it. I didn't start with our girls on social media because I didn't want to post a lot of things about them on there, mainly just... It was just my personal conviction mm-hmm. because I didn't know where it was going to go or what people were going to do with it. And so as a result, they don't have any connection really with social media at all. Right. And then Mindy, she doesn't want to be involved in any social media at yeah. all. So people come up and go, well, why don't you ever post anything about your family? Do you not? Are you not proud of them? <laughs> do you not love your family? Wow. <laughs> of course I love my family, but I have a private life, yeah. you know, so I just don't put them on there. And, right. Um, I guess really I don't really have that that much to say other than just to share the word of God and that, that's not a spirit that sounds like I'm trying to be spiritual I'm not um I guess I lead a boring life that that may be it you know it's like you don't want to see pictures of me so I don't put those up there I just put put the word but as I read through some of the posts that you made to me at least I can tell these were scriptures that touched you mm-hmm. and that's why you were wanting to share mm-hmm. them I mean I think a lot of people share scripture and it's good to share scripture but some of them just just share it just to share it but mm-hmm. if it's something that's really like man the Lord really spoke to me in this I want to I want to share that with others mm-hmm. to me at least that's much more meaningful and, yeah. that, and that's that's what I see with what you've been posting so well and and just a small interaction that I have with the people that may hit like or make a comment, I feel like if nothing else, I can have at least an acknowledgement of their life mm-hmm. and really is really about them. I'm just focusing on them. Mm-hmm. So look, I'm here to love you and serve you and you know i I sent a thing a message to um Tiana mm-hmm. I don't really know Tiana mm-hmm. you know, I just when I met her here and the very first time I met her. Oh my goodness! And went home immediately. Told Mindy, "There's this wonderful young lady, mm-hmm. and uh, she's like a ray of light, didn't she?" Oh man, you just, just you yeah. just you just loved her to death, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, went around the corner. The very first time I met her, I was getting on the elevator and just said, "Tiana, I really believe God has something incredibly special for you." Mm-hmm. And I and I'm sure everybody that meets her feels the same way. Mm-hmm. And she was so gracious, and uh, so a minute ago, um, and I'd seen where you guys had posted something about you know that wherever she's going, that they were going to be lucky to have her. And, yeah. and I thought, yeah, I agree with that. But just sent her a message just saying, hey, miss you today. Mm-hmm. And uh, just praying for you guys. And Mindy and I are here for you. And I'm sure everybody feels that way about her. But it's just that acknowledgement of you matter. Mm-hmm. You really matter. And, and I really see you. And that's the thing that I, I think I also hurt over Facebook and social media is because it, it really seems to almost separate you mm-hmm. more than it brings you together. It definitely does. So we took that 21 days off. Then it wound up being, you know, like 30-something days. Yeah. And I, I really struggled with going back on it because I thought, okay, first of all, nobody needs to hear from me. Hmm. They don't really – there's plenty of people they can hear from. I'm not really going to offer anything new or fresh. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, hey, that's that's just how the devil works. Hmm. Nobody wants to hear from you. Yeah, right. Nobody offers anything fresh. 
Well, the truth is God's going to use you in every way that he can if mm-hmm. you'll just make yourself available. It's just like this song that's going to be coming up. We'll play in just a little bit called Don't You Fall. Mm-hmm. It's that very idea of, hey, look, you still have value. You still are important. You're so necessary and so needed. So uh, get busy and get mm-hmm. to serving. You know, it's just like you guys. You, you and Rick come in here every single day and bring joy to people's lives. You know, you start out with stuff that's fun and lighthearted and people get to see, man, these guys have a personality. They actually live a and little love bit, life. A little bit. You know, use that word loosely, personality. But. And great personalities at that. And then you always have something that's extremely inspiring to people and uh, and helps move us forward in our walk with Christ. And so that's that's the Facebook thing for me. And yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Right, well, well, tell us about this song, uh, the, I, and I've just completely f- forgot what it was because I stuck it in the CD player, and it's no longer sitting here in front of me. Well, it's on our latest <laughs> CD called Don't You Fall. Don't You Fall. There you and go. Uh, it basically is listening to the lies of the enemy, mm-hmm. those negative thoughts that come in your mind. God never puts a negative thought in our mind. So as soon as we have a negative thought, we don't have to wonder where did that come from. Yeah. You know, it didn't come from the Lord, and that's all that matters. So. Mm-hmm. Now, this and yet song, we sit there and listen to that negative thought oh, anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so you know, even even going back onto Facebook, you just make a post. Of course, I see people that post nonstop, and yes. I think, man, what what do you do all day? <laughs> you know? Do you not have a life? <laughs> yeah, good grief! And, and even even some you know some good friends of mine uh, that, that post a lot. You know, it's like. Hey, dude, people are going to think you do nothing but post on Facebook all day. <laughs> yeah. And so, and the, and the truth is they stay really busy. But mm-hmm. this song just came about as, as a result of just watching in church after church that I'd go to and seeing people that were in there, usually from their late 40s or at least their mid-50s on, mm. began to just slowly drift away mm. from seeming like they are, they're needed or necessary in the church body. And they just become more quiet and more quiet. And eventually they get where they go to church maybe three times a month. Mm -hmm. Then it's two times a month. Then it's streaming it online. Mm -hmm. And they wonder, why don't I have the same joy that I used to have in Christ? Right. So um, wrote this song, Don't You Fall for Those Lies. You're still needed and necessary. All right. Well, let's hear uh, Don't You Fall. And this is Al Holly. We'll talk more about the album right after this. Thank you. But no one cares 
stuff there man <laughs> thank you uh, and how can how can folks uh find a copy of this cd find out more about you as we go to the go to a break here well the, the best way is just go to our website um you know if people want to buy the the cd they can buy it through itunes mm-hmm. or any of the other you know outlets like spotify or any of those other places i guess spotify you just listen to music right yeah, but, right, right um the best way for us is if you go to our website and just order it from our website. But okay. Most people want to just download you right. know, a, a deal, so I just always send them to iTunes. But to schedule a concert, man, the easiest way to do that is just go to our website, alholly.com, and we'd love to come be with you. Have All a great time. Right. All right. We'll talk more after this and uh, maybe hear another song okay. before the show is over with. It's the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Right here from the palatial seventh floor studios in Buckhead. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan. 
It is the Monday edition of Fate Talk Live with Dan Ratcliffe. Without Rick Probst, but he'll be back in a few days. Here comes the rain again. Yeah, it's going to rain again. Uh, in case you missed it, Saturday oh, man. night. Man, did you hear those thunderstorms Saturday night? I did. It's, it was powerful, but I love it. Yeah. I'm oh. one of those guys that love it. My wife does, too. Usually, I'm just like, oh, it's going to keep me awake. But she's like, no, I'll bring it on. I love the thunder. Me, too. But, uh, yeah, apparently we're going to get some more rain again. So... There's uh, an old 80s song for you there, just a th- kind of a little throwback. All right, as we talk to Al Holly here on this Monday, and uh, I, th- I, th- well, I think we'll listen to one more song here in a minute, but okay. something I want to talk to you about is we were uh, talking about uh, you're uh, temporarily at least do a leading worship at, uh, it was it's a North Lanier? North Lanier Baptist, Baptist Church. Church. And, uh, and, and something that I wanted to ask you is uh, as, as worship leaders, you were talking about getting the the uh, congregation engaged in the worship right as opposed to sitting there watching it more as a performance which mm-hmm. i think a lot of people do right uh and that's not something that is well maybe it does come naturally to some people but but how do, how do you do that how do you get people engaged in worship rather than just performing for them does that make sense oh yeah you know the biggest thing i think that you know we grew up at a time where people on the platform actually had to be engaged with the people themselves mm-hmm. so you spent your time saying hello to people. You know, how are you? What's going on in your life? You actually cared about them. Right. And you en- you engage in conversation. And what's happened now over a course of time, it has shifted more into a performance from the platform. So, you know, you've got everybody trying to be like everybody else. Right. And I love Bill Purvis, a dear, dear friend of mine down in Columbus. And he's always talking about how everybody is born individual, but they spend their life trying to be a carbon copy. Hmm. And That's good. And it happens yeah. with preachers it happens with singers i really don't care about the music what i care about are the people that are there to worship the lord Mm. i just want to engage them and i think you know it's a matter of interacting with people from the platform Mm -hmm. it's a matter of interacting with those same people off the platform Uh, it's teaching it to your worship team to really engage and care about other people other than just their clique or their mm. group because mm. every everybody has that two or three friends that they look for they hang out with or maybe they have 10 friends or they have a sunday school class or a small group study class but you've got to go beyond that right. so that you can really gain a wealth of experience from all ages and insights and different um, experiences mm. from people so you know, we try to get our even at our church that we're uh, serving in temporarily now. Get them to go from one side of the room to the other because you'll mm-hmm. have you'll have this group of this side and then this yeah. side. You always sit in the same place, and we find ourselves doing that. We always sit in the same place. I don't know why. It's just that's just where we normally go. Well, and what's amazing with this church? Uh, anybody that would come and visit for the first time and be a guest for the first time, they will be probably most blown away by the interaction of the people mm-hmm. during the welcome time. You know, in a lot of churches, we've gotten away from doing a welcome time because mm-hmm. we don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Right, right. We, you know, we're such germaphobes now, we don't want anybody <laughs> to shake our hand. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, folks, I am the biggest germaphobe in the world. They they kid me at no matter where I go. If you there have you go. a, got some hand sanitizer. Let me right have some there. hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's been five minutes. Let me have some more. Well, you know, if, it's kind of a joke. Every church I've ever served at, when they have a fellowship or they any kind of get together, it's a joke. They know, hey, don't put your hand in the potato chip bag because Al will not eat another potato chip. So what do they do? They all run and put their hands in the bag. No chips for you. No chips for you. That's no a chips great for diet. you. It works out great for me. So at home, even my own family. You know, it's it's a joke around our house. Like, hey, daddy, 
we didn't put our hand in the bag. It's cool. <laughs> now they probably are putting their hand in the bag and saying that they're just not messing putting, with yeah. me. And they'll mm-hmm. tell me on my deathbed we really put our hand in the bag. <laughs> and you'll say that's why I'm on my deathbed because you put your <laughs> hand in the bag. <laughs> exactly. But at our at our oh, church uh, at North Lanier, man, the people just. You have to almost say, okay, okay, uh, enough of the hello. You know, have a seat. We're trying to finish our worship service, yeah, right. which is the greatest joy in the world to, to yeah. just hear that roar of fellowship and, and people welcoming one another and loving on each other. So it really is about trying to build relationship. And once that happens, I think your your worship really begins to, to be engaging for everybody that's there. They realize, I think this church understands, hey, I'm not here for you to listen to me sing. Mm. Um we're not here to play as a band. They've got a great band. Oh, my goodness. These guys are so committed to Christ. They love the Lord, the men and the women. Uh, I mean, they're so committed to the Lord, mm-hmm. and they bring excellence every Sunday. So it's a it's a thrill for me to get to, to be with them during this period. And if you're looking for a great place to serve, a great job, contact me, and I'll put you in touch with these folks. All right, and uh, in North Lanier Baptist Church, if you happen to be up in that area, incoming, yeah. just go by and see him. Say hey to Al. Yeah, please do. And uh, bring us some hand sanitizer. You can maybe he'll let you uh, shake his <laughs> yeah, hand or something. I'll you shake know. your hand and then hand me the hand <laughs> <Yeah>. sanitizer. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that is too good. But that, but that church fellowship is what the church body needs. And oh, you, yeah. you talk about those people who slowly you know, kind of fade away over mm-hmm. time and right. they lose that fellowship yeah. and they're just at home alone, which is where Satan wants them. It's oh, just yeah. alone. Right? Well, I was talking to someone just the other day who had been away from church for a few weeks and, and that, that's all it took. They had some things going on. They were taking care of, they were vacationing and had some things going on. And then um, they find, well, I don't think I'll go this week. Mm-hmm. And then another week goes by, and then they were so excited to be back, you know, in the fellowship yesterday, saying, mm-hmm. I, "I should have been here." Yeah. And uh, it's just so easy. The enemy loves to get us away. And I tell you another thing that's hard is visiting churches. Um, man, when Bindi and I decided, okay, we're we're going to go serve on on the concert concert tour type stuff and and do evangelism that way, when we were home, we'd start looking for a church to go to. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah, to find a church to go to, and you think somebody that's been in Christian work as many years as I have, that would be an easy thing. But yeah. you go in and and you think, wow, I don't really feel like anybody knows whether I'm here or not, right. or even really cares. Right? Yeah. And it's exactly. not anything against those churches; they're great churches. Yeah. So we're trying to make sure that people know you're not only welcome here, you're wanted here, and we're here to draw you closer in your relationship to Jesus Christ. Mm. Period. All right. AlHolly.com, and that's H-O-L-L-E-Y, AlHolly.com. Let's book a concert. I'd love to see you and see some people come to know Jesus. Get the CD, too, man. Please do. Thank you. Al, you need to come back. We appreciate it. I will. Thank you, Dan. Faith Talk Live. Have a great Monday.